There's a word in Korean, inyon. It means providence or fate. Do you believe in that? That's just something Koreans say to seduce someone. What a good story this is. Childhood sweethearts who reconnect 20 years later and realize they were meant for each other. In the story, I would be the evil white American husband standing in the way of destiny. Shut up. He was just this kid in my head for such a long time. I think I just missed him. Did he miss you? His arm! Wow, Wow. Wow. i sure how to feel about it, son. And the way you move makes me feel like I can't live without you. The guy flew 13 hours to be here. I'm not gonna tell you that you can't see him or something. Why did you leave the if two strangers walk by each other in the street and their clothes accidentally brush, that means there have been 8,000 layers of inyan between them. Welcome to Movie Umpers. My name is Bob Sham. My name is Angela. The sounds here may be dogs, and uh, we're we're finalizing. We're putting our finishing touches on our side theme this month. We have. Been a lot of extra content, and it's going to be more loaded this coming month because this coming month is our theme. I'm calling it the Left Hand Endeavor, and it is classic film noir. Oh, five yeah. days a week, every weekday in March. I just because I wanted to do that, and it's some of my favorite types of movies. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, well, I mean, you can do what you want, I guess. But that's what we're doing next month. But we're wrapping up our sub theme here in the middle of as as we also wrap up our uh february theme of women in crisis we also have and the nominees are in which we're catching up on what's left of the best picture nominations and this is our last one we've actually watched every best picture nomination mm-hmm. up to this point i'm still open to do a pre, an awards prediction show but i can't guarantee anything because i'm not sure how time will work and sometimes you know Going out and living life should take a little bit more precedence over, especially since we got so much content coming up. The Oscars are on my birthday weekend. Yeah, that's true. And we'll be uh, out of town between now and then. Yeah, we may not have time to... We'll see. We could have had some fun with it, but 
you know, with our predictions and stuff, but we're going to fall short when we get into like best actor te- because we don't know a lot some everything. of the movies, right? Yeah. What mo- we'll call it now. What movie do you think is going to win best picture? Do you need a reminder of all that we've seen? There's 10 of them. Yes. So always. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer's one. Barbie. Barbie, yes. Killers of the Flower Moon. Correct. Past Lives. Yes, the one we're talking about today. The Fall. Anatomy of a Fall. Interest. Zone of Interest. Zone of Interest, yes. American Fiction. American Fiction. Maestro. Maestro. We're missing two more. What else do we see? I think we just watch one of them. No, we just we. I said all the ones we just watched. We've only got eight. What is oh, the poor other? things. Poor things. And what is the last one? Which one is holdovers? It? The holdovers. Thank you. Jeez, Woo. we really had to dig for that. From our ratings, I believe the one that's gotten the best score is the zone of interest. That's what we would probably pick for our own. Right. Not. I'm not saying what should win, but like from what we've judged. But just putting myself in their heads and how they do. Maestro. Maestro seems like a movie that would have won like 20 years ago. No, you're right. But the style of it definitely feels like your classic Oscar bait. But they might give it to Bradley Cooper. Yeah, maybe. I think they should give him the acting award. He's not nominated for director. Just so mm-hmm. maybe he'll like stop with the ultra dramatic. <laughs> I don't know. Or he could go even uh, harder. Self-presentation movies. But or Ooh. yeah, he'll like quadruple down. He's like, no, I need to win 10 Oscars. But which one do you, of those do you think will win? Not what you want, but you think they will pick. Oppenheimer. I actually think they are going to pick Oppenheimer. I think Oppenheimer might. I don't think Nolan has won a Best Picture. I don't oh, know about direction. And I do think Oppenheimer, compared to a lot, is a little overhyped. Yeah. And there's a lot on here that I feel like are, like, nothing's bad. No. But but a few things I do think are a little overhyped. I think that Oppenheimer will win Best Picture. I think Zone of Interest will win Best Foreign Film. Yeah, that's right. And I think Oppenheimer will win Best Sound. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see on that one. There was one movie that I thought the sound was pretty good. Oh, I think it was The Zone of Interest. I yeah, that one was really good I don't know as if well. it's. I don't know if it's uh, nominated. It should be, but... Narrow it down, cut half of this list what you think should be the final five, like how they nominated in the 90s. Oh, yeah. So what I think the top five are? What you would cut. Yeah. What What I would pick personally. Yeah. So my top five would be Oppenheimer. Okay. Killers of the Flower Moon. Poor Things. Anatomy of a Fall and Zone of Interest. I think I'm right there with you, though I get a little, um, I'm not sure if I would replace Oppenheimer with Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, actually, that was the one that I, I got lost. I'm kind of, <sighs> you know, yeah, I mean, controversially, either Killers or Oppenheimer would get bumped off of my personal top five. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I do think it's like, for me, it is, yeah, the zone of interest, anatomy of a fall, the holdovers, Poor things. And um, I know the story of... I've read the book on Killers of the Flower Moon, so I was yeah. very much glued there. Yeah. And I love... I mean, we all love Martin Scorsese, but I don't... You know what? I'm going to pick it over Oppenheimer. Slightly edging. That's just me. If you picked Oppenheimer over that one, I would understand. I do think, in at least in terms of pure hype, not that they're bad movies... 
but that Oppenheimer and Killers are slightly overrated. Only yeah. slightly, just in the greater conversation. Not saying they're bad. No. But, and Barbie definitely. Maybe, um, uh, well, no one's really, a lot of people, we were very kind to American fiction and I kind of, I still yeah. stand, I still stand by that, but people, that seems to be the one that people are kind of ragging on in terms of being thrown up there. And I, 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 was I, good. I hear some of those criticisms and I think it actually went a little higher than Oppenheimer and Killers, but it might be around that as well. Uh, yeah. Truly. But anyway. So poor Things Holdover, Zone of Interest, Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah, I think I would pick Killers. Yeah. Which is Personally, very controversial, I think, because a lot of people automatically have Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer on there, and we do think it's going to they're going to pick that one. Yeah. But yeah, all the other nominations, I think, are pretty solid. Those are yeah. all really good movies. But we did not pick this movie, Past Lives, for our, if we narrowed it down to five, neither of us put Past Lives. Directed by Celine Song. And written by Swing Song and starring Greta Lee, T.O.U. and John Majaro. You know, it's a drama romance. And it's not a bad movie like no. any of any of the other Best Picture nominations, but we don't want to like give things away. We're gonna be spared. We're not gonna reveal. I think the I don't think we should. What is the reveal here? Do they get together or don't they? That's the that's the question, isn't it? Yeah, does does it blow does him visiting her blow up her life? A young woman, Nora Moon, she grows up in Korea. This she has is, a little friend named Haesung. This is one of those where it's like we see them at 12, we see them at 24, we see them at 36. And yeah, so yeah. it's basically like every chapter of their life how they the Korean 7 up connect series connect with each other. They should do a sequel that is at 48. <laughs> So they obviously care a lot about each other as yeah. kids and they have the acting and the the interrelationships in this movie are very nice. It's a movie about relationships and destiny and like what what you do with your life with what you get. What is the word that they say which is basically the if you pass someone on the street and you brush arms the fact that that even happened means that you have in- known each other inyan inyan Indian, something Indian, like that. Something like that. But it's 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 a it's a concept that's throughout the film. This idea that you could have a relationship in this life that is a friendship. In the next life, it could be sexual. In a previous life, uh, you could have been sisters. Just you know, layers of existence leading to a moment that will finally bring you together. She says when she's describing to a man that she would later be in a relationship with that this is what Koreans say to seduce you. Yeah. And then they kiss. And then they kiss. <laughs> she immigrates from Korea to Canada. To Canada, and then she, as an adult, immigrates into the U.S. From there, and we she's see a playwright. Yeah, she's a playwright. She's a writer. And Haesung, he kind of grows up to be an engineer, a bit more of a plain job for his field. He had to go to the military first. Yeah, he went to the military first, and he went to China, and he met a girlfriend there. And so he kind of has a girlfriend when she later meets who would become her husband. Yeah, but the, the interesting thing is, you know, they knew each other when they were 12, and she left with her family. She made this big show at school about how it was her decision. Yeah. Because you can't win a Pulitzer if you live in Korea. Obviously, it wasn't her decision. It was her parents' decision, but she moved. And then they reconnected when they're both 24, and they catch up with each other. But she puts a pause on it because they're too far from each other, and they 
do not see a time within at least a year that they could actually physically see each other. Yeah. And the fact that they're fr- they're such close friends because it hasn't gone beyond that ever, but they're such close friends that their relationship is sort of distracting her from doing what she needs to do. Yeah, yeah. She, and so she's like, I got to focus. It's more of a careerist approach. And also, she's very emotionally invested in him, and it is overwhelming. Like, they they are in love, even if they don't say it as much. Yeah, she is upset by having to make that break, but she is the more logical, analytical one of the two of them. He is heartbroken yeah she's obviously upset it definitely makes her sad because she was thinking all these things might happen Mm. but she realized she needed to focus on what she was doing and you're right she ended up meeting someone else and i love her relationship with her husband yeah i love the conversations they have it's it's very it's very Real to life. Like, I could just as easily say to you, you know, if I had walked into that bar in Clarksville, Tennessee, 18 years ago, and someone else had asked me to play pool, Mm. would that person be my husband now? Yeah. I don't know. And it doesn't matter because I met you and we're together. And I kind of love that concept. The the My favorite aspect of this movie is how it kind of explains modern relationships and where people are at. And it kind of explains the the society and the structures of how people are coming together and what that means there is kind of this weird pragmatism with being in a relationship you definitely want to care and love the person you're with but there is a pragmatism in the sense that especially since now since things are so unaffordable that when people double down it's a bit of a security it's a bit of a i mean when we're we get a a little bit of a what we might see as foreshadowing mm-hmm. in that maybe there are clinks in the relationship between Nora and her uh, white American uh, husband, Arthur, and that she explains like, actually we got married kind of early so I could get my green card. And there are the, the they were talking they've about been together before they intended to, which we know happens all the time. Yeah. And I mean, we, in our own way, we did that. We did. We moved in together before we planned on it. It's just circumstances made more sense to live together. And they it's not that they don't love or care about each other, but they were just, the way it all had to be, it kind of forced the hand of it. So as much as there is, you know, of course you love your partner, your wife, whatever, but we can't ignore like that there's almost a pragmatic requirement and like mm-hmm. a necessity for us to kind of bunch together mm-hmm. and make a life a little easier out there for ourselves. Yeah. Poor Hey Sung, you know, he never, his, he, he rolls with his boys. They have a good time. And of course, as you say, we see him at certain points. And when they're in their 20s, Greta Lee always looks like she's in her 30s. Even yeah. When but they do do a good job. The doo-doo. They do do a good job of making T.O.U. look in his 30s because they give they him. Give him- they Hair give that him that fluffy boy bang yeah. haircut. He and, looked adorable. And then when he comes to New York to visit, he's got the slick back. He's much more uniform. Like he he looks very handsome. Mm-hmm. And so he comes into town. And there's some question as to whether why he comes to New York to finally visit her after she's well into her marriage at this point. And but of course the answer is to see her. And we're not going to give much away beyond that. No. But a lot of it is just, you know, these three people 
how they interact with each other and the nature of relationships Mm -hmm. and you know what does destiny mean and what what is important and what almost like a bit of an emotional sacrifice in a lot of ways and and it's really it's it's really a, a sharp and and nice little movie in that sense but do i i don't know if i'm a it's, I don't know if it's like a best picture material. I, I think it's a good story. I think it's a good script. I think it's extremely well acted. Mm-hmm. I think they all do a wonderful job in this. There are just glances between these characters and you know what they mean. You know, mm-hmm. I I think in that aspect... It is a wonderful movie, but I don't think I, I agree. I don't think that it's I wouldn't throw top it on ten my... best of last year. I just don't. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But uh, you know, but it's good. Think I used to be like, why do they do ten? It just seems like they're throwing a lot of these movies a bone. But at the same time, I, I might have missed past lives if we didn't do this here. Absolutely, so, I'm glad we watched. So it. as we've gone down the list to just make ourselves watch these, I'm actually kind of glad. Me too. That it's there. I guess it's okay if like a few movies get a little more spotlight here and there, mm-hmm. like because ultimately it's not our it's not our ceremony, it's not our award show. Ultimately, we don't really give that much of a shit. We're not going to be mad if uh, Maestro wins Best Picture. We might. Well, be, we're more likely to laugh than be angry. But I I I've grown to really kind of a, like the loaded Best Picture category. Like mm-hmm. it's especially when we're doing things like this. It's kind of Nice to check these movies out. Of course, also, if I'm making my own top 10, and I'm not going to do that, uh, Past Lives probably wouldn't be on there. I gave Bo is Afraid a higher score than Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon, you know? Yeah. But that's just me. And when she's chugging that paint and calling him a homophobic slur, I'm like laughing my ass off in the theater. I do want to watch that movie again. Let's just rate this movie. Mm -hmm. Past Lives, directed by Sling Song. Celine, Celine song. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about it? One through five combined for best out of ten. I think it's a four. I'm going to give it a 3.75. Fair. So that's a 7.75. Let's show it off here at <laughs> 7.75. It's an A minus. Barely missed being a B. It's still an A. And it shares the rankings with movies like Nope, The Proud Valley, American Gangster, Four Lions, and Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, let me... Uh, oh, that's very fair, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. Past lives. So there you go. Check the show notes for links, other places to find us. It's a drop like every most every day this week, yet again, leading into <laughs> a month where we'll have five drops every weekday. Remember, right. the left-hand endeavor is around the corner. But we got uh, one last Women in Crisis movie tomorrow, and it's a David Lynch one. I bet you can figure it out which one it is. Uh, in the meantime, check the links in our show notes for other places to find us. Uh, I've been twitching a little bit. If you're uh, willing to, if you're ever up at 3 a.m. and you want to watch me play Fallout New Vegas, you're welcome to do so. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do that, I am I enjoying. Won't be there. I am enjoying the game quite a bit, but you can chat me up if you want. I'm just kind of getting started. Hit like, subscribe. We like it when you do that. Leave a comment or a correction, and. Um, what what are what is our oh right we're gonna say this one last time it makes me cringe and fold up inside myself every time I hear it but one last time and then we're never gonna say it again.
You are Knuff. 